0: Are you listening to Ouija Broads? This is Liz. This is Devin. Devin, I have one badass broad to tell you about today.
1: No, are you going to tell me about yourself?
0: This is the story of Liz. Now, <laughs> this is the story of Stagecoach Mary. What? Which, right from the start, you're like, that's a good name. Have you ever heard of her? No, that's a badass name, though. Yeah. She was so much more badass than this name will even convey oh man so you ready to get into it it?
1: on me yes please
0: all right so her real name is mary fields and she's born around 1832 in tennessee into slavery because mary is a black woman and she's in the south in 1832 ish we don't know because back then why would you record when such a person (laughs) was born
1: why would you need to know that liz it's just property
0: ugh, but so we don't know a ton about the first 30 or so years of Mary's life. We know she was working on a plantation in Kentucky. Okay. But then they had this little thing called the Civil War. And so in 1865, Mary was a free woman, which is badass. Fuck yeah. Already, she's off to a good start. Now, we don't know a ton about what Mary did after the end of the war and before she came to the Northwest, except she did work on a steamboat that was called the Robert E. Lee, which must have been sort of bittersweet. Yeah, But the Robert E. Lee was a steamboat that was one of the participants in what my research tells me was the most famous steamboat race in history. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Not the only steamboat race in history, which is what I would have said.
0: The most no, apparently. Famous. There's more than one. This was like... Yeah, this was the hot shit at the time, is you would race your steamboats to prove that you yeah, had the fastest one. And I mean, these races would go on for days.
1: What? Yeah. Is this like the Iditarod, but on the Mississippi?
0: Up and down the river. Yeah, and the thing is, steamboats sometimes would explode. I know! And they would just vaporize everyone on board. Right? They were not a safe mode of travel. No. They were... Real catch-as-catch-can. This is so and, stupid.
1: What a dumb yeah, thing to do.
0: Yeah. And luckily, Mary was not like, yeah, steamboat racing. She's right. like, I just fucking work here. Right? So she was a chambermaid. Like, she looked after the rooms. For some reason, a lot of people who did the research decided to characterize this as she cleaned toilets. And I'm like, well... Uh. Among other things. I don't think that was all she did. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you can afford a full-time toilet cleaner. (laughs) I think she probably made up the rooms, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she liked to talk about actually being on that because I guess in the 1870s or so, like, that was hot shit. You'd be super excited to hear, oh, my gosh, you were on the Robert E. Lee? Yeah. That's so cool. And she said, yeah, it got so hot with the steam pressure, that all the passengers had to go on deck. Oh. Yeah, they thought the boiler was going to burst. They were throwing everything into the boiler that they could, including, like, barrels of resin and sides of ham and bacon. And <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is
1: why you blow up your fucking steam ships. You don't right? run on bacon.
0: And she says they also had men sitting on the relief valves so that the steam... Thingy couldn't vent. Oh no!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, in order to in, in order to make the, there be more steam pressure you to know, go faster, to go faster. Oh no! They got some hot little butts. Yeah, that's <laughs> like well, that works until it doesn't, until and then you're doesn't. in bad shape, dude. <laughs> and are
1: you're, you're ground zero for ejector seat, my friend.
0: Ser- yeah, ejector seat if you're lucky, or the worst <laughs> of the day.
1: <laughs> That'll clean you out.
0: Mm-hmm. Good Lord. So, yeah, that's what we know about Mary then. She ended up working at a convent in Ohio. So Mary went to work at this convent, and the resources I have are kind of unclear as to whether or not the person at this convent that she knew was the daughter of the family who had owned her when she was in slavery. What? Yeah, and I my guess is not just on gut instinct that you would probably not want to go work for somebody in that situation Uh -uh. and wouldn't have kind feelings toward them. Uh -uh. But humans are complicated. But I think the thing that makes me say I don't feel like that's real is that that's the kind of nice story we like to tell ourselves about what happened after slavery ended is like, oh, you know, people understood, you know, good people on both sides. Let's just – well, yeah. I'll, I'll join hands and live in harmony and we're fine oh, yeah, and I'm like mm.
1: yeah it's a little mm. too
0: gone with the wind isn't it where it's yeah
1: we're just part of the family and we're gonna stick around and not work for wages or freedom or anything just because we love you
0: yeah those pesky carpet baggers messing up our family damn it <sighs> yeah so i think it makes more sense that this is just a unrelated person yeah who she happened to get to know being a badass okay so she worked at this convent in ohio she was a servant she did their laundry she did that kind of stuff she was definitely not a nun (laughs) so when she rolled up on the toledo convent apparently the first thing out of her mouth was i'm ready for a good cigar and a drink I had a girl Mary. (laughs) That was a long trip. Uh, (laughs) And she stressed the nuns out big time. Like, this is a matter of historical record that Mary was so devoted to doing her own thing and she was tough as nails. Okay. So, this isn't
1: like cute, how do you solve a problem like Maria? This is like sister act. (laughs) She was in a steamboat drinking and smoking and doing all kinds of crazy ass shit and is not at all suited
0: for convent life.
1: Have you ever had a cigar?
0: No, I don't like the smell of them at all. So I don't assume I would like to smoke them anymore. How about you? No, no, I think they'd make me sick. Yeah. That just looks like a lot of nicotine in one place to me.
1: Plus don't you kind of chew it? And like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want paper and, and leaves and stuff next to my face for that long.
0: Yeah, I'm, like, reflexively licking my lips. Mm-hmm. Like, bleh, 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 mm-hmm. I don't want this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it also seems like one of those things where you're like, well, if I try it and I like it, then where the hell am I at? <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. like, I need another unhealthy thing to yeah. spend money on and put in my body. <gasps> yes, Mary was kind of like Sister Act, but instead of Sister Act, it was like Wolverine.
1: <laughs> it was like...
0: <laughs> It's basically like (laughs) Wolverine came to live at your convent. Okay. Because, among other things, Mary was six feet tall. Oh, damn. Weighed at at least 200 pounds. Ah, girl. She liked to wear pants under her skirt and a gun under her apron. Oh, Mary. Get at me, girl. I know, right? And she would wear, like, a, a cloth bandana, which this, this, among other things, was, like, you're among the most conservatively dressed women in the world, and you're like, I have pants, what's up now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a 10-gauge, which is, like, a 12-gauge shotgun that puts a bigger hole in it's you. It's a
1: bigger—girl, <laughs> you put as many holes in me as you want.
0: She said that it was basically, you could cut somebody in half with a 10-gauge shotgun, and that's why she
1: liked it. Mary is maybe more woman than I can actually handle. I'm like...
0: (laughs) Mary's a lot of woman. And Mary, sometime between between when she was born and when she really starts picking up steam in the historical record, has run out of fucks to give. (laughs) Clearly. I don't blame her. Yeah, I don't blame her. Uh, Yeah, one of the nuns famously said, God help anyone who walked on the lawn after Mary had cut it. (laughs)
1: I don't even know what that means. Presumably that Mary would yell at you, would get mad at at you. At minimum. But but it also just sounds like Mary, Mary cuts the lawn with... With uh, you know, cigars and uh, and her shotgun, A shotgun. You know, yeah, she just squats down and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're in danger of getting burned or shot.
0: Yep, I love that. Uh, so the friend she had at this convent was named Dolly, or possibly Amadeus. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. You know yeah, no. those two names that are really similar. Oh, so easy to like Seely and Sally. <laughs> Dolly and Amadeus. Do- <laughs> so she
1: makes friends with Dolly Deus Or is it Amadolly?
0: Amadolly. It's so it's so Queen Amadali. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're friends. And she's actually the mother superior, which I'm sure gave Mary a nice amount of cover. With people who were like, what's with the pants? What's with the cigars? What's with the shotgun? I bet. I mean, the shotgun gives you cover for what's with the shotgun, obviously. <laughs> the answers itself. Yeah. <laughs> Question asked and answered. <laughs> check. Y'all, check. So, depending on the story. So, this part is consistent that um, Amadali goes <clears throat> out to St. Peter's Mission in Cascade County, Montana. Now, depending on what you read, either she encouraged Mary to come visit her, or she got sick and Mary went to help her. But either way, this is in an 1885, and here is where Mary becomes a Northwesterner, okay. where she will stay. Yeah, So Mary's like, sure, I'll come out to Montana, whatever. I've lived in Ohio, I've lived in Kentucky, Montana might be interesting. Okay. And, you know, historically, it was not a wonderful time to be black wherever in the U.S., but it was a little bit better out west. Okay, then you know, in terms of just there weren't so many people that you could maintain quite as strict a social order, and Mary really was able to take advantage of this, okay, so at the mission, they needed help, they needed able bodied people to come do stuff for them, and Mary becomes like the Everything person because she's such a tough broad. Like she chops wood, she builds everything for them, she handles the supply runs, she raises the chicken, she grows the vegetables, she does everything. Damn. Yeah. They need her help, and she's like, All right, I can do that. Like, I'm the strongest person around. I'm tough. I can do this and I'll take care of it. I just, you know, also happen to have what they will call the temperament of a grizzly bear. Oh, god bless you, Mary. I know. Mary's living her best life. Oh, she is.
1: Oh god. Yeah.
0: At this time also it seems like she completely transitions to wearing men's clothing. She's okay. like, I'm not I'm not like half measuring this. Look at the jobs I'm doing. I'm going to wear pants. Uh yeah. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, and the way that authority responded to this was kind of different. So, obviously, she's out there with her friend. Her friend's like, yeah, Mary's great. Like, what? You don't want our chickens to be raised? You don't want structures to go up? Yeah. Come on. Uh, but... There was actually a law in Montana, or I don't know if it was in the county or what, there was a law that women couldn't drink at saloons. And the mayor actually gave her special permission to be served at any bar in the city anytime she wanted for life. Good job, mayor! Yeah, they were like, let's not mess with that. Mm -mm. Uh, (laughs) No,
1: presumably her 10-gauge came with her, so...
0: Yeah, she was like, I need a special exemption. She got into so many fights... Oh, Mary so many fight and she was like an ass kicker not just with a gun like if if people called her rude names if people decided to like come after her for being black or a woman or both or drunk or whatever she would just whoop them yeah. and she was good at it <laughs> so the Great Falls Examiner once cited her as having broken more noses than any other person in Montana <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a claim Montana was quite rough. Yeah, in Wild West Days, Montana, the person who's broken the most noses is Mary Fields.
1: Mary Fields. Oh, Mary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, apparently one time a guy called her a rude name outside a saloon. She looked at him for a second, didn't say anything, grabbed a rock out of the street and started clubbing him in the skull with it until a bunch of cowboys came and pulled her off. Oh my God, Mary. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Mary took zero shit. I, <laughs>
1: I, I I part of me wants, you know, to to adopt that but a dialed back version and another part of me is like, "You know what? For the time, good girl. You give them hell yeah. You fucking give them help. You are a former slave woman mm-hmm. m- living as, as as well, as a woman but dressed in men- you know mm-hmm. what? You do whatever you want. You go for it, girl. Yeah.
0: They're going to call you a, a slur. You beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that's the language of this time, right? Yeah, it like is. It's not a time where you're like, I'm going to file a complaint with HR. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's no, not.
0: <laughs> you're going <laughs> to beat them. You beat them because they started shit with you, and then maybe the next fool won't try. I mean, my stance was always just to write a
1: jeers and submit it to the inlander for the next week's <laughs> cheers and jeers section. I
0: think Mary's- I mean that's almost as brutal almost. as beating somebody's head in with a rock. Tut tut. Yeah. Yeah, so with Mary it's always hard when you go back in time to talk about people who are gender non-conforming and say, yeah. well, they're this, that, or the other. Like, obviously, Mary's not living with the labels that we have today, but Mary is, I think you can safely say, living her fucking best life. Absolutely. And has looked at the bullshit that is in the world and the bullshit that people want to put on her as a black woman, and she went, pass. Pass. <laughs> 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 oh it's not legal for me to go to the saloon uh pass
1: <laughs> <laughs> everything about this woman i love just it was, i know for someone who beats the shit out of other people she gives me the warm and
0: fuzzies <laughs> she does i really want to hang out with her but i'd be a little afraid of her
1: oh man i would <laughs> hang out with her yeah. but standing behind you I would yeah. <laughs> solidly place you between us for sure, my friend. Yeah, well.
0: Uh, well, it might have been okay for us to hang out with her because actually people talked a lot about how devoted she was to her community. So she did not go to church. She was not into the religion side of things, yeah. but she really loved the nuns and she really loved the students and Aww. she took good care of them. People... Did not know what to make of her. Yeah. Obviously. Clearly. Uh, the Native Americans in the area called her White Crow because she acts like a white woman, but she has black skin. So that's like 17 different ways to insult somebody at once. All I think.
1: of them. Yep. No, yep. Not going to touch that one.
0: Yeah. Because it's like, well, yes, but she doesn't act like a white woman. What white woman acts like Mary? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> acts like Mary. Mary well, acts like Mary. I mean... <laughs>
1: That, I think that's it. Yeah, Mary acts like Mary. The end.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, white crow. There's a schoolgirl who wrote an essay about her, which I think is extremely shady, saying she drinks whiskey and she swears and she is a Republican, which makes her a low foul creature. Whoa. Well, guess what, Priscilla? I ain't like your ass either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Priscilla, I would fucking dip your pigtails in ink. If I was in class with you, I
0: would... Dip your fucking head in ink. (laughs) Priscilla sounds awful. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so your objection is that she's a Republican? Like, what? Okay, so it's all of, like, 1880, and you think she should not be part of the party of Lincoln? Yeah. You stuck up Montana butt? Yeah, exactly. What's happening... Enough out of you. Mm -hmm. Priscilla, take a seat. Yeah, you're going to get held back a year because you need to learn some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Your gingham is at least two seasons out of style, Priscilla. Yeah. I like to think that hopefully this girl grew up and when she was a little bit older, she was like, I need to be like Mary. I need to live my Mary life.
1: Yeah. (sighs) We can only
0: hope everybody grows
1: up and thinks maybe I should live my Mary life.
0: It would be the move. (sighs) So, she's also the person who would do all the supply runs for the convent, which sounds, when you picture it in modern day, you're like, oh, okay, so she ran errands. But in those days, that was a couple hundred miles out to Helena on dirt roads and tracks where there's bandits, there's war bands, there's wild animals, there's weather. Uh, We know the
1: innocents are... uh marauding in that time from Bamboo. Exactly. So you got the
0: innocence roaming around. You've shit. got like you've got to control these big horses. Like yeah. it's a whole thing. This was a man's job. And Mary was like, fuck it. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she actually on more than one occasion, apparently, there was so much snow that the horses couldn't get through and there wasn't any shelters. She would just hop out of the cart and pace back and forth to stay warm until the sun came up. Hot damn, Mary. Yeah. She's like, all right, I'm gonna work on it. Now famously, there was one night when she's, you know, cruising along with her horses and her supplies to bring the food and the medicine to the nuns, and a pack of wolves attacks her cart. Fuck. A pack of wolves attaches attacks the stagecoach. Fuck. Which you and I are both kinda of like, well, what the oh I don't know. This is the legend no, that they did this. I believe it. Yeah, and the legend is that then, you know, the the horses freak out, the cart tips on its side, yeah. Mary jumps out, uses the cart as cover, <laughs> and starts fighting off the beast with her shotgun, and then she runs out of buckshot, and she starts shooting him with her revolver, <laughs> um, gets rid of the wolves, and in the morning, pushes the cart back upright. What? By herself. Mary. <laughs> puts everything that fell out back in it, goes and gets the horses back, (laughs) and gets back to the convent with everything that was in the cart, except for one keg of molasses that cracked when it fell over, which the bishop made her pay for out of pocket.
1: Whoa. So I had a super hard on, and now I'm just mad at the bishop.
0: Yeah. What? You're going to be more mad in a second. All right, I'm ready for it. Uh, The patriarchy. 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 Mary is as close as you can get to being a sea monster in real life, and she still couldn't defeat the patriarchy. And if you haven't listened to the Cadborosaurus episode, that comment made no sense. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) You're going to hate the bishop a lot more in a second, because even Mm. though she worked for the convent for ten years, he could not rein her in. Like, you can't tame the wild wind that is Mary Fields, that is stagecoach Mary. You're not supposed to tame it. (laughs) No! She's a force of nature and she does what the fuck she wants. Yeah. But she got in a dispute. In 1894, she got in a fight with one of the groundskeepers. Obviously not her fist fight, not her last. And remember, Mary was born in 1830. So Mary is like 60-something at this point. And one of the groundskeepers gets pissed off because she's getting paid more than him. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as I can tell, Mary's running the entire thing and has done everything and has been there forever, so suck it up, dude. But they get in a fight, and depending on what... What resource you use, she either hucked a rock at his head Mm. or shot him in the ass with a (laughs) bullet.
1: (laughs) I won't believe either.
0: Yeah. One of the two (laughs) things happened. Mm. And this was enough for the bishop to get her fired. He could finally override the Mother Superior, Uh. override everybody, and and get her job at the convent gone. Uh. Which, when you put it in context of like, yeah... There she is, like beating the shit out of somebody else at the convent. Yeah. You're like, if it weren't Mary, I would object to this, but it's yeah, Mary. But it's Mary's really just laying right. down the law.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I will forgive her anything. So
0: pretty I, much at this point, she was clearly
1: within her rights. Uh, like you said, I get it, but I also really don't want that to apply to Mary.
0: Yeah, I want Mary to to have a special law for beating asses, just Absolutely. like she has a special law for drinking.
1: She should at least have, you know, like a punch card. She gets so many ass beatings, she gets to hand out a week, you know? And if yeah. she was within her limit, then you must acquit.
0: Exactly. Or like the sheriff rolls up and is like, what's up, Mary? What's happening to that guy's skull? And she's like, don't worry about it. And he's like, was the fool not coming correct? And she's like, exactly.
1: <laughs> Nothing to
0: see here. Nothing to see. Move on. Keep walking. Yep. <laughs> 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 so her friend, the, what do we call her? Amidali. Oh, yeah. Amadali helps Amidali. her open a restaurant. Hey. Which doesn't work out. Because, you know, what oh. are the things you can do as a business at that time, right? Like you can teach, you can have a brothel, you can have a saloon, you can have a restaurant. Yeah. You can be a blacksmith. I don't know. Uh, you can uh,
1: wash <laughs> laundry. And Mary's already done that.
0: Yeah, Mary's like, I'm moving on. Yeah. But her restaurant sadly folded after a couple months because the problem is A, Mary was not a great cook. Mm-mm. And, you know, that's all the cigars. Like, you can't really taste stuff at that point. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sure that was it. Yeah. But B, she would also give away food. She would oh, feed you bless. whether you could pay or not, which bless. is really nice, but not a great business option no oh mary though good yeah yeah and so in 1895 so again mary's born in 1830 in 1895 she applies for a job with the u.s postal service and i have to imagine that it was one of those things where they're like we didn't even think to mention that you had to be a man yeah like we didn't think there'd be be a woman yeah this legit did not occur to us. Yeah. So the job interview was that um you had to hitch a team of six horses to a stagecoach as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, and legendarily, apparently Mary had enough time to do that, go to the saloon, get a shot, come back and smoke a cigar while laughing in the faces of the other people trying to do that. Oh dear god.
1: I'll believe I don't that know if that's true well. but I,
0: yeah. I need it to be true. Oh,
1: I need it to be true. It's apocryphal. Yeah, it
0: it's it, yeah. it
1: absolutely happened. Mm-hmm. If it, you tell if it didn't, me other, it should have, <laughs> yeah. If
0: you tell me otherwise, I will resurrect Mary to beat your ass with a rock. Exactly. If if it didn't happen, it's only because Mary had already brought a flask and didn't need to go to the saloon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. And that's how Mary became the second woman and the first black person of any gender to work for the U.S. Post Office. Wow, she got the job. Yeah, she got the job. They were like, well, fuck. All right. Hot damn. Damn. Yeah, she works for the post office for six years, and although she's been driving a coach before, this is when she gets the name Stagecoach Mary, because obviously oh. she stands out. Like, she's yeah. tall, she's buff, she's old, she don't give a fuck, and she's yeah. driving a, a post office stagecoach all yeah. over Montana Territory. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she never misses a day of work, and you know, she's driving through, like, snow, sleet, floods, again, bandits, the mountains. Yeah. Everything never misses a day of work. She's never late. And she never loses a single letter in the six years that she works for the post office. Good God. She's the yeah. one that they made that whole,
1: neither rain nor sleet, nor bandits, you yeah. know, lo- will stay Mary from thing. her
0: appointed rounds.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all based on her.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which I think is great. Cause it means that she had the time management skills to like, build in, I'm gonna deliver the mail today, but I also need to set aside some time to whoop ass, <laughs> and to smoke my cigars, and yeah. also she had a pet eagle at this phase. Excuse you? What? Yeah, that's all, I found, like, one mention of it, and again, it needs to be true. Uh-huh. And I assume she didn't have to tame it, it just sort of saw her one day and was oh. like, I will follow where you lead, Mary. Oh,
1: yeah. Clearly.
0: Caca. Caca is exactly right. Okay, so...
1: Um, I remember in, like, seventh grade, we did that great balloon debate thing where you had to pick a figure from history, right?
0: Um, I remember that.
1: I was Harriet Tubman. I did a terrible job debating. I was not meant to be a lawyer. I thought Harriet Tubman was, like, a fucking shoe in for being the person that deserved to be on that balloon. No disrespect to my girl, Harriet. However, I should have been Stagecoach Mary. Because if the competition tried to argue me, I would have just shot them. Yeah. Or sick your eagle on them, Or sick my eagle on them. So let's go back in time. I'm going to be Stagecoach Mary instead.
0: Right? We should all be Stagecoach Mary. <laughs> God, we should all be
1: Stagecoach Mary. Now. Yes.
0: Oh, so she does that for about six years. And she's like, okay, I'm good. She she retires. And she opens, she opens a laundry service.
1: Hey, which is- I called that earlier
0: you did Mm -hmm. she was like okay i'm gonna you know this is tiring she probably got arthritis she's like all right i'm gonna settle down do my thing but mary's thing still does not involve suffering fools good girl right at one point as this article articulates it She heard a voice outside the saloon. It was some deadbeat motherfucker who'd gotten his (laughs) laundry done but hadn't paid his bill. (laughs) Now, how how do you think this went? Did
1: Jackson write this article?
0: Uh, Pretty much. Ah. Uh, Mary's 72 at this point. How do you think she handles it? (laughs) Oh, man. I bet. (laughs) I don't know. Are there any rocks nearby? Are there bottles Uh, nearby? No. Yeah, on the ends of her fucking arms. Fuck, Yeah. (laughs) So Mary is like, excuse me for a second, gets up, grabs him, spins him around and flattens him with one punch. (laughs) Then as he's laying on the ground, she tells him, the pleasure I got from busting your face is worth the two bucks you owe me. We're even.
1: Oh, Oh. Oh. Oh.
0: Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot conceive of this as a human being. Right, the Emancipation (laughs) Proclamation made it illegal to own people that bad.
1: A <laughs> you a Why laundromat. isn't Mary on our money? Why isn't Mary on our money? Good God. Yeah, dude, I thought she owned a laundromat, not a house cleaning service because she just mopped the floor with that man. <laughs> she cleaned um, his clock. Cleaned his clock. Fuck me. That is amazing. Oh my God, my stomach hurts.
0: <laughs> She's making her own.
1: She's so
0: good. Oh, you bring me know- the best people. She's the she's fantastic. I don't even want to claim her as my history girlfriend because she's too powerful. No, oh, she's too.
1: <laughs> I love you, girl, but you may have done met your match.
0: <laughs> I think it's true. I, yeah, I think. Yeah, she lived a good life through her older years she they had a baseball team in her town and she was like oh hell yes so every game she would make little buttonhole bouquets out of flowers from her garden and if you hit a home run you would get a big bouquet and one article says any man speaking ill of the local team in her presence could expect a bouquet of knuckles in his face (laughs) (laughs) so she's got you coming and going (laughs) yeah she does In in her retirement years, in addition to the laundry uh, service she was doing, she'd also babysit and then she'd spend most of the money just buying treats for the kids. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, they loved her. She got free food, free booze everywhere she went. Uh, She at this point becomes friends with a young Gary Cooper.
1: Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, who has something to do with promoting her legend because he actually writes articles about her later in his life in, let's see, one in 1959 for Ebony Magazine. Okay. Uh, so it's toward the end of his life, which is so stunning to think about that there's this guy who's living to the 60s who knew this woman who was born in the 1830s. Oh, man, that's tripping me up. Yeah, isn't it interesting? that Yeah, yeah. she would... Uh, also unleash hell on the umpires if they mm. didn't really <laughs> make the call that she thought she they needed to make. Um, on her did. birthday, they would close down the school <laughs> so that everybody could go celebrate with her. <laughs> That's so cool! Yeah, when her house burned down, everybody in town got together and built her a new one.
1: Uh, built her a mansion, I am sure
0: seriously she was so loved and she had i'm I'm glad that she found a way to stay with kids because it sounds yeah. like she really liked them working at the school and then yeah. getting to babysit so as excellent as she was nothing good can last so yeah. she does end up passing away at age 82 of liver failure no man got the drop on her obviously no, clearly uh, but you can only smoke and drink so hard for yeah. so long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 80, but... she's
1: phenomenal for that time period. really good. Yeah, She wow. makes it to
0: 1914. Oh, so man. she was born a slave. She was our age as a slave, and she lived to see the Titanic sink. Like, what a fucking life. Damn. Yeah. She, uh apparently knew that she wasn't doing well, so she got a blanket and she went near her house and just kind of lay down in the weeds and died. Or no, she didn't die. She she lay down and they some kids found her and they took her to the hospital, but she died a couple days later. Oh, wow. And as they said, there was no shortage of pallbearers. Oh, fuck, you'd she, need at least 13 to lift her. Seriously. Oh. <laughs> You're like, is the shotgun in there? Yeah. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Yeah. So she was rough. She was tough. Gary Cooper said she could whip any two men in the territory and her fondness for hard liquor was matched only by her capacity to put it away. (laughs) But as Gary Cooper put it, which I think is very nice. She was born a slave, but lived to become one of the freest souls ever to draw a breath or a 38.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. If yeah, that so doesn't inspire you to be the best person you can be,
0: I don't know what will. Yeah. Oh, my God. She she's buried, she's buried in a little cemetery alongside the road between Cascade and the Mission. So along one of the roads that she traveled so many times in her life is where they put her. Mm. And that is the story of Stagecoach Mary.
1: My God. What a badass. What a woman. Do you uh did you have a book or a a biography on her that you would recommend?
0: Uh, no, I actually pulled this together a little bit last minute, so it's mostly from a bunch of articles. But I, yeah, I I hope there's a book. If there's not, there definitely needs to be a movie. Oh, although I don't know who could possibly play her, right? Tifa. Yeah, but like through her whole life. Well,
1: yeah, that's true. All right. I don't know enough actors.
0: Yeah. Just in general. But I, I, when you were talking about her, I envisioned her as
1: Queen Latifah.
0: I think that's probably pretty solid. I think I've seen pictures and she was not as femme as Queen Latifah. Okay. But, but you know, that's how Hollywood works. That's so. how Hollywood works is right. Yeah. You put Fuck. a little bandana on her. Yeah. This could work. This could work.
1: Oh yeah. Definitely. You get her like the, the non
0: glam matron mama Morton
1: Queen Latifah.
0: Yes, we need, like, who's that actress that plays Brienne of Tarth? We need the black oh, version of her. Yeah, yeah. Gwendolyn Christie. All we right. Need black Gwendolyn Christie who can play every age from 30 to 80. That's all. Get on but, it, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, make it happen. But yeah. Pet eagle, 10 gauge shotgun, men's clothes, fighting wolves, kicking ass, not even bothering to take names she doesn't need to know. Like, that's Stagecoach Mary. And I love that. What a character.
1: I took a shower today. (laughs) (laughs) Did the dishes. Felt pretty (laughs) accomplished. I don't anymore. (laughs) God damn. What a fucking cool person. Right? Yeah. What a fucking cool person, man.
0: Yeah. I think it's really cool when people can kind of assess the situations that they're in and be who they want to be to the best of their ability in the time frame and the culture that they're in. Oh, yeah. I, I think she beat the game. She was just like, I like this part, but not that part. I'm going to hang out with kids. And that's what I love, too, about this story is it's not like she went away from being a stereotypical woman and turned into a stereotypical man of the time. She Mm -hmm. was like, yes, I can smoke. I can drink. I can punch you under the table. And I love kids. And here's a beautiful bouquet for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's not. Yeah, it's not rejecting one set of gender norms for another, it's just saying, I'm going to do exactly what it is what I'm going to do. Gender has nothing to do with it.
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, Oh. well, and for her race had nothing to do with it. I mean, yeah, I I don't know that it was more difficult to be someone than a black woman in 1870, maybe a Native American person
0: Mm -hmm. in Montana, you know? It was hard mode, for Uh, sure. And especially, like, not a conventionally attractive one, right? Like, she's tall and she's built and she's taking their jobs. Like, she's doing everything these men could be doing and getting paid more. Oh my God, Mary. Good girl. Feminist icon, stagecoach, Mary.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we just, I mean, I know that the Sasquatch has kind of been our logo, but let's just have Mary be our mascot. Seriously. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I I can't think of a better person. I mean, you go ahead and you try. You keep finding me great people in history, but you go ahead and you try, dude, and I'm not sure you're going to come up with a cooler person.
0: Actually, generally, I find assholes. (laughs) 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 It was really nice to share the story of somebody who's not an angel, but sounds pretty righteous. But not Faulkner? Yeah, not Raleigh Faulkner. Yeah. Actually, you said something about Bigfoot, and I really like the idea that actually she didn't die. She just was like, I found this really intriguing community of Sasquatches, and they're going to let me play with their babies, and they don't have any stereotypes about raising women, so I'm peacing out. That fucking works, man. They're just like these
1: immortal forest spirits, and Mary goes and becomes an immortal forest spirit with them.
0: Yes. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Godspeed, Mary. Oh, that's my happy story. That's a good story. Oh, let me let me do some housekeeping here. Yes. First of all, uh, directing people to the Patreon, which we have many cool rewards, and I've sent out the ones for the people that we had start out it's not too late to jump on that train we're always happy to get new folks yes, and gonna go down the list and make shout outs even to people we've already shouted out and our new friend so jason lozo thank you for supporting our show thanks babe. Elden freak what's that yeah thanks, thanks babe for- <laughs> eldon <laughs> fragrances thank you for supporting the show yes seal valentine thank you for supporting the show yes. and our new friend mark morris thank you for supporting the show <gasps>
1: i know mark morris you know mark thanks babe yeah mark's my buddy from um he was in my bfa program he's a fine photographer and he's super involved with uh spokane transit authority
0: those are two good things to put together
1: he looks better in a bow tie than anybody i know
0: congratulations mark you sounds like you're on point dude he is (laughs) he is thanks mark Oh, cool. So yeah, if you do decide to join us over on Patreon, we've got a special show that we just do for patrons called The Seance. Mm-hmm. We will, at a certain level, send you all kinds of goodies. So it goes from stickers all the way up to, what do you call them? Teeny tiny Sasquatches?
1: Yeah, itty that's bitty. good. You've, itty, you've itty. got some
0: specific name for them.
1: I do, but I don't I don't know. It's, you know, it,
0: it, the baby Sasquatches, real cute. It's a baby Sasquatch, just like Mary went off to play with at the end of her Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, We've put our ones with the rough audio from when we started Mm -hmm. under the paywall there. Because, you know, they're pretty good, but we sound like we're down a well. And... (laughs) (laughs) I I want people to come to that after they love us. Yeah. Let's see. What else do we give people? Oh, you can get personal messages on the show. You can even choose a topic for the show. You can get prints of the map. Yep. And you can even do a Google Hangout or a Skype with us when we'll do, like, whatever you want. Tarot reading, Ouija board. I've got the Ouija board primed and ready. I'll ask the spirits some questions for y'all. Nice. Uh, So that's the Patreon. Our show notes for this and our other episodes are up on OuijaBroads.com. Yep. And we have presences on Podbean. You can find us there. We're on iTunes, of course. On either of those, if you rate, review, and subscribe, it does such good things for us. Especially reviews and subscriptions are wonderful. Because then, even if you're on vacation and you don't have time... To listen to us, your little podcatcher is still going to go download our show, and it yeah. helps us climb up those charts.
1: It really does. We are does. on
0: Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we're on Instagram. We're on all the places. All the places. Yeah. This is and good places. We, do you have any other housekeeping stuff? Uh, no other housekeeping
1: stuff other than I was thinking about it recently. And I have made a big deal about the dude who gave us a bad review for our audio quality, and I want to take back some of my saltiness and say I actually really do welcome constructive criticism. So, I don't. <laughs> so if uh, if you do review us or you do have constructive criticism, I'm 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 open to it. I'm trying to be a more positive, receptive. Growing from my mistakes person. Don't give it to Liz. Send it to me. This is what happens
0: when a Pisces and a Scorpio host a show together. Oh my god, you
1: guys, I'm so fucking Pisces right now. I don't know what's going on, but I'm crying over everything. So gentle with the constructive criticism.
0: And I'm just honing my rage into a cold knife. So (laughs)
1: Liz and I are the two separate parts of Stagecoach Mary she's i'm the baby playing and she's the ass handing
0: yes oh we love you stagecoach mary we do come through on the ouija board for us we'd love to talk to you yes and in the meantime everybody else if you can't be mary then you need to live weird die weird and stay weird thank you for joining us today for
1: joining us